Oh, here we go. All right. Got a little Nick Lachey, 98 Degrees. This is Entertainment Entertainment, uh, the entertaining podcast with the entertaining conversation with comedians Justin Angermeyer and Caitlin McKee. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Caitlin McKee. This is 98 Degrees. You all know it. Give me just one night. Una noche. Yes, that's that's one night in Spanish. That's one night in Spanish. Yeah. Uh, none of the members are Spanish of no. 98 Degrees. That was a question I had about that song. None of them are Spanish, but for this song, they are. Pu- for this song, we all are. We all are Hispanic and Latino. Yo soy. Uh, Yo soy ito. Yes. Yes, because uh, <laughs> yeah, we're here talking about Nick Lachey. All right, that got off the rails uh, real quick. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're here talking about Nick Lachey. We, we felt like it was time to just uh, do a little check-in with him. Uh, what's going on with Nick Lachey? Hey, you know, what's he out there doing? Is he out there creating? Is he out there living? Let's, let's find, figure this out. Well, also, it's, it started because you found this insane video, I think from like the early like 2010s or something, yeah. where Nick Lachey was on this reality show, like competition, singing competition called Sing Off. Sing off. That's what I think it was. Sing off. And um, the judges on the show include Ben Folds from Ben Folds 5. Yeah, this was like uh, probably right after his moment, I would think. When he had had a big moment late 2000s, early 2010s. And I think he was coming off that success on the show. Riding that wave. There he is. Rocking the suburbs. He's rocking the judging desk. Of this acapella singing competition that Nick Lachey is featured on with a um, acapella group called, I thought they were called the Vodka Tonics. And I was like, <laughs> that's a great name. It sounds like an improv name. I love the name Vodka Tonics. And then I realized after I was watching the video, I was like, oh no, they're, they're actually, their group name is the Pentatonics. But Pentatonics. the Vodka Tonics is way better. Vodka Tonics um, would be a good acapella group name. Right? So if you're out there and you are thinking of starting an acapella group. There you go. Gifted. Free, yeah, free use from us. Yeah. Use the Vodka Tonics. But so Nick Lachey is featured on this because I guess they had like, you know, stars from the music world feature with these kind of like unknown acapella groups and do like arrangements of their pop songs so of course honestly no a pretty good idea for a show i'm yeah. chiming in real quick i love it yeah and no brainer yeah. gonna, you're gonna get nick lachey from 98 degrees to do their hit <laughs> give, give me just, just one, one night, night una, una noche. noche yes parenthesis una noche and it is this video of nick lachey on this show is a wild ride um first of all nick i've never seen Nick Lachey look happier than when no, he's... No, yeah, this is... I mean, he is on cloud nine, because we also just watched an episode of The Newlyweds. We watched two episodes of Newlyweds, like one from season one, one from, one from season four. I've never seen him look more miserable. It, I mean... Each from start to finish. It from is, season one to season four, he is just steady miserable. Yeah. Just it doesn't go down, doesn't go up. He's just miserable nonstop. He's spraying Jessica Simpson with a hose. It's aggressive. <laughs> He's like making her cook for him, but then she can't cook. He's uh, yeah. slamming Bud Lights. He's, He's downing Miller Lights. Yeah, yeah. It's just they're they're always in pajamas. It's it's they're always kind of like doing that thing like you said where it's like, do you want to go to the movie? Well I don't care. What do you want to do? And you're just like I have to I have to get out of this. I have to <laughs> let's watch <laughs> Ashley's show. Let's watch Ashley's show. I'd rather watch Ashley Simpson's Ashley show. Ashley and you know? her and her man. Pieces of you. That was yeah. uh, oh. Ashley Simpson had her own reality show and there was none of this uh, Was the show called Pieces of You? I think That's so. a play pieces. on her smash hit Pieces of Me. Pieces. Pieces <laughs> I'm on the 
I'm waiting. God, I love Ashley. Anyway. <laughs> it's very um, good. But so this video with Nick Lachey, he is on cloud nine singing with this this uh, group. And he even says, like, when they interview him, he's just like, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> and he really is. He's like, he's like, I'm excited. We're going to do Una Noche. Give me just one night. Um, like, he reverses the order of the title. And then he goes, I mean, one of the legends of modern music. That's what he says of his uh, own song. Whoa, I, yeah. missed, I missed that in the mm-hmm. video. Okay, yeah. so he is a confident man. Very confident. He's a confident man, a self-assuring man. Yeah. Uh, but, believes in what he does. But I was like, you know what? He's not wrong. Give Me Just One Night, Una Noche is one of the legends of modern music. Like, it really is. Because 98 Degrees in the boy band era, I would, um, after school, I would do my calculus homework because I really hated math. I would do my calculus homework while I would watch TRL. And so like yeah. during the commercial breaks, I would mute, I would do my calculus and then when TRL was back on, I'm watching it. And so I was, I remember the boy band era like very well. And I just feel like the 98 Degrees, that band, they really did stand out because I feel like they were, I was like, these guys aren't a boy band. This is a man band. You know, they were all men in 98 were, Degrees. Yeah, they were all men. Uh, yeah. He, in that clip of him singing the song, he refers to 98 Degrees as the boy band who doesn't dance. He was like, we were the. He's like, we got to dance for this pentatonics, but we were the boy band who doesn't dance. So. Yeah, because they were men. Because they, they were grown men. Grown uh, yeah. men, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it was like JT, Justin Timberlake had a perm and was like doing spins on the ground. And then like 98 Degrees were just kind of like wearing the billowy linen shirt showing off their six pack. You know what I mean? It was like, mm, yeah. these guys had fucked and they knew what, you know. It's like it was 90- like they were all Joey Fatone. It was like they were an entire band of Joey Fatone. Exactly. You, you totally, yeah. And also I feel like the Una Noche song even um, heightened the level that they were men because they were singing in Spanish, the language of love, you know? <laughs> Just one word, it, too. It's it's weird, too, yeah. because it's not none of the songs. It's all in English except for Una Noche. Right. They're yeah. not Spanish. It's really confusing, but it will live forever. It will never, I will never forget it. No, we will never forget it. And um, I watched the video for Give Me Just One Night, Una Noche, and it's just like them in Mexico on like the <laughs> Mayan ruins chasing this like hot woman. And then they have a parade in the street. And like, wow. and all the 98, again, 98 degrees guys are just in like billowy linen shirts, like chasing this beautiful woman in Mexico. <laughs> it's a good video. Um, really captures the song. But, um, yeah, this uh, Nicholas Shea, anyway, he is just like having the time of his life when he is the center of attention around this acapella group. Like, yeah. he is just living for it. Yeah, the, the, there's like a, a blonde woman in this acapella group that he gets to kind of like sing with, and he does uh, like, uh, it's Kelsey. Kelsey. Uh, yeah, he gets to sing with Kelsey, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> he gets real close. Real, like, real close, shimmy dancing with her. Beaming smile. Oh, yeah. It's, again, the only time you've ever seen Nick Lachey smile. He is, from ear to ear, smiling. There is sexual tension between him and Kelsey. I was like, these two are going to dry hump after this. And they're not going to fuck. They're not going <laughs> to cheat on each other. But they are going to dry hump this energy out. You know, it was like, yeah. he, I think at the, because the, she does the, um, Kelsey does an acapella breakdown of, like, this, like, I guess, spoken word part in the song. I don't know. And at the end, she goes, I, Poppy. And I was like, uh oh. Nick could not handle that. Look out, yeah. Alyssa Lachey. Yeah, Vanessa. That's Vanessa, okay. Vanessa, not Alyssa. Vanessa. Yeah, because yeah. this girl from Pentatonics 
is feeling Nick. Tip, uh, what's her name? Kelsey. And then I loved Kelsey. his his entrance. So like the so it's, it's like an acapella group. So they have to like really break down the song into like different parts and like you know do, basically do the instrumental parts with their voices and stuff. So in the beginning of the song, yeah, give me just give me give me give me like it's a lot of that. Yeah, and so they're like opening the song and it's all this like give me give me give me and Nick Lachey comes up in the center and it's like a straight up Mariah Carey entrance. He's literally just like oh. It's crazy. He's, he's got a Mariah like voice. I'd say best vocals of all time, Mariah Carey Nicholas. I, I one, one and two. two. One and one two. And two. For I think, sure. yeah. Over Freddie Mercury, it's Nick Lachey, the singer of my, uh, the male gender. Yes, I bet Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey can do the Mariah whistle notes. You know, like <laughs> Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. I can't do it, but you know she just yeah. No, Nick could do it. Nick could do it. That was pretty good. Give yourself some credit. Pat yourself on the back. That was not bad. But Nick could do it. Nick could do it. Um, Yeah. So I just loved how much he was feeling himself in this. Yeah. He. There's just something about him being surrounded by acapella kids singing Una Noche that just he's living for it. I mean, he is on cloud nine. It's crazy. He really is. This. He he does have a really good voice. He does have a better voice than anyone would give him credit for. Yeah. Clearly, I'm being in jest about saying he's the second best singer of all time. But he's way. I might not. not, I might not even be either. You know what? I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to have a backbone in that opinion. (laughs) Nick Lachey is the second best ever. He has a great voice. Yeah. Um. It's pretty crazy. Um, and then um, it was fun to hear Ben Folds introduce the 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 uh, the vodka tonics. Sorry, I'm calling them vodka tonics. Yeah. It was fun to hear Ben Folds introduce the, them. And I have to say, in his like, he Ben Folds has a very like high school music teacher voice, and he was just like singing, "Give me just one night." Una noche. <laughs> it was like, wow, Ben Folds. I'm not surprised you're not on television anymore. No offense. You know, yeah, like, you know, God. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for Ben Folds that he had that whole time. That he had the 2000s. Yeah. Remember he got really into doing like um, the music for Disney movies? Or like Pixar no, movies? No, I don't remember that. Yeah, there was a lot of like, there was like um, all those like over the... Over the Hedge. There was a lot of Pixar movies that Ben Folds... Was he trying to become the new, like, Randy Newman? Mm, I mean, which maybe not a bad of, avenue for him of. to go as he ages. Well, I remember um, he made that album called Jesus Land, and he wrote songs about his children on it. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I was, like, really mm. into Ben Folds for a minute. Wow, and okay. um, and after that, like, he had kids, and then he got into, like, kids' movies and stuff. Yeah, it was, okay. like, a big... And I think that was part of his wave into, obviously, then hosting, co-hosting this uh, acapella. The sing-off. The sing-off, With yeah. Ben Folds. He here singing, give me just one night, una noche. And he was like laughing as he says it too. <laughs> yeah. He's doing just one night. It's una noche. Una noche. Um, good God. Sorry to everyone who speaks Spanish that has to hear people like say it like that. My God. Wow. Um, Anyway, okay, so then in the audience, after, like, all this sexual tension with Kelsey, the singer, they, thank God, they cut to Vanessa, his second wife. Mm, Vanessa, so Vanessa was there. She was there in the audience, and wow. she is giving it up. I she's, mean, like, going, going, yeah. She's claiming her man from the audience. Wow, yeah. okay, like, yeah. yeah. Like, doing, like, a Kristen, like, rocker hands mm-hmm. as Sandoval plays guitar. Yes, <laughs> yeah. she is. Um, I just want everyone to know that... Tom's with me. Basically. I'm with Tom and Tom's with me. Yeah. That's, uh, Vanessa was basically doing that from yeah. the audience. Fuck yeah. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, <I'm not> 
pretty much he was like back off kelsey um, <laughs> yeah because he was really like hips were moving oh and his face and they were close to one another they were they were and yeah even more damning was the light in his eyes the light in his eyes the smile the like oh my god i was like these two are gonna dry hump somewhere i don't know it's like they're just gonna get away with something <laughs> they're gonna get away with it yeah something um and vanessa like yeah i remember because i watched newlyweds and then i remember i watched newlyweds as well yeah we both watched newlyweds and we just rewatched and it was it's very depressing if you revisit it. my memory was different my memory of it was that it was like cool and fun and we watched it and it's like this is really real and depressing yeah this is a raw reality show yeah it's just a couple in their pajamas really bored with each other most of the most of it yeah most of every episode it's just some sad ugg boots and a baseball hat just not yeah. happy together <laughs> you know oh nightmare he just keeps walking in and out of the kitchen in his like cincinnati university basketball tank top yeah and basketball shorts and she's just wearing a lot of green for some reason, loose green clothing, and then just horrible Ugg boots. And she's like, my shuffling. mani, mani patty went, went long. Oh, it's God. already 11 o'clock. What do you want to eat for dinner? And he's like, I don't know, Jess. <sighs> so just make it tomorrow. Yeah. Just make it tomorrow. Just make it tomorrow, babe. Oh, God. <laughs> um, but Vanessa, I remember, like, so after he broke up with Jessica, because, like, they portray Jessica as this, like, high-maintenance high dits, right? Mm. And then... When he met Vanessa, which he met her on the video on the set of his, like, breakup song for Jessica, which is kind of weird. This so, is like, really crazy. Yeah. I'd never seen this before. She showed me the music video right before we started this. Yeah. Yeah, she... So his current wife, mother of his children, is this girl who was in this music video, and she's, like, playing the Jessica Simpson character. The wife. After they've just split up. Yeah, the wife. Yeah. It's like they're doing their reality show. Right. And the cameras are there. It's really jarring to see... Yeah. Uh, I'm happy for them. Yes, they've made it. And I'm it. happy for them. Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, she was, they branded Vanessa. Like, anytime he talked about Vanessa in interviews, he was always like, she's like a guy. You know, she's just, like, one of the guys. <laughs> you know, like, she, like, watches sports, and it's just like, she's like a guy. Like, he clearly needs a wife to sit and watch football with him. I think, like, that's, yeah. there was a scene we watched in Newlyweds where he had clearly has football on. And she comes in because she's, like, gassy because she ate too much macaroni and cheese. That's the whole scene. And he is, like, stressed out that he has to, like, film this scene with her and not watch. Like, he really just needs a woman to sit on the couch with him. Like a guy. Make him dinner and then sit on the couch with him while he watches football. Like a guy. Like a bro. Like a guy. He could fuck. Okay? (laughs) Um, Yeah. I feel like she was, like, one of the first. I feel like that was a thing for a while. It was, like, girls that are just, like, like a guy. You know? They're like a guy. Yeah. Um, We need to fuck guys, but... Only if they have tits and a vagina. Yeah, it's complicated. Yeah. Um, but now I, I watched, like, because now, like, I think they recently got in trouble for, like, he was wasted. They were wasted at, outside of some <laughs> restaurant in Hollywood. And this paparazzi started taking photos of them. And Nick got, like, very in, in this woman's face. He got face. really aggressive. He, like, yeah. punched her car window. He uh, And then he, like, walked away, and she rolls, so the paparazzi rolls her window down, and she's like, why did you do that? And then he, like... <laughs> Walks back, and, and is, like, sticking his tongue out at her. Like, he's doing like, the same, where he's like, what do you want to do? You want to take a picture? Yeah, it's very, like, teenager drunk energy. Like, he's yeah. not... I mean, he's, like, a little aggressive, but... It, he reaches in and smacks her phone, which was like, well, that yeah, wasn't good. That yeah, wasn't good. but she did roll down her window and say, hey, why did... I mean, she's egging him on. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, These paparazzis yeah. are totally egging him on. Like, they're, yeah. they're both at fault here, you know? Yeah, like, no, it's... Yeah, it was it was, it was was aggressive on all ends. And but, Nick should have just kept walking away. Yeah. He should have just kept walking yeah, away. Yeah, like, dude, you're, you're a celebrity at a, outside of a restaurant in Hollywood. Someone's going to take a photo of you, like... 
like, come on. <laughs> Ugh, just get this guy home. He's drunk. Um, get him home. And it's yeah. also like, come on, Nick. You know you're going to miss that if it ever goes away. Exactly. You know, you're going gonna, gonna to be upset if you're out at Maestro yeah. on Santa Monica and you're not getting photographed. Exactly. It's a two-way street. And um, But I guess like after that, he had to go to anger management. And, and Vanessa <laughs> and Nick, they now host um, they host these kind of like relationship shows on Netflix, like Love is Blind and there's a, I think another one's called The Ultimatum or something. And so they were doing all these interviews about marriage and in every interview I watched, it's just like... This is what they're doing now, Nick Lachey yes, and his current wife? this is what wife? they're doing now. Wow, yeah, they're okay. hosting all these kind of like relationship reality shows. Whoa. So they keep being... Oh, okay. I've seen this. Okay. Yeah, and so they keep being interviewed about um, marriage and every interview I watched, it's just like Vanessa... Lacey or whatever, Nick Lachey, Vanessa Lachey, sorry, Jesus. <laughs> it's just Vanessa Lachey crying, being like, it's really hard and rewarding. And, <laughs> and then like, as she's, she's like, and I do it all for this man. And he's just sitting there like rubbing her back. And like every Whoa. video, it's just Vanessa Lachey crying and Nick Lachey just like humbly rubbing her back. So wow. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, that, you know, the bond is strong. Yeah. Uh, when she you, cries and says she's doing it all for this man. Yeah, it's 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 hard and rewarding. Hard, wow. hard and rewarding. <laughs> yeah, being Nick Lachey's wife. Mm-hmm. Being Vanessa, it's yeah. not easy. No, it's not at all. So yeah. good for uh, Vanessa Lachey. Mm-hmm. Good for their three children. Um, I found a. Uh, I was like looking up. Cause I was trying to find originally when I looked up uh, Newlyweds Day, I was trying to find there. There was like a scene from Newlyweds I always remember where they go to like this like USC like University of Southern California football game. Okay. And Nick Lachey is like nonstop like celebrating touchdowns. Like it's okay. just and Jessica's just like sitting there. Couldn't find the clip, but what I did find was a Miami of Ohio college sports blog. Okay. So this is from two years ago. So the University of Cincinnati, I don't know if you noticed in Newlyweds, Nick Lachey was wearing a lot of University of Cincinnati. He's a, he's a Cincinnati guy, mm-hmm. grew up in Cincinnati. He went to college in, at Miami of Ohio, which mm-hmm. is a college in Ohio. Mm-hmm. So he's getting trashed online by these like Ohio college sports fans. And they were like, he's such a fraud. He doesn't actually like Cincinnati. He went to USC, blah, blah, blah. So then this one person chimes in, G. Beckman. Okay. And G. Beckman writes... He actually stayed two years, meaning Miami of Ohio, because mm-hmm. they were saying, like, he barely was even here half a year. Mm-hmm. He was like, he actually stayed two years. He was a sophomore student athletic trainer working with the men's basketball team when I was a freshman. I remember coming back the next year and wondering, what happened to that Nick guy? And finding out that he dropped out to join a band. <laughs> what a loser, we all thought, only to see him make more money over the next 15 years than all of us athletic trainers combined smirk emoji wow so there's a tidbit from nick lachey's past he was an athletic a student athletic trainer for the men's basketball team at the university of miami ohio from one student athletic trainer to another from one student athletic trainer to another so you calm down ohio sports fans yeah nick lachey's an ohio guy yeah you don't have to shred him and yeah he did 98 degrees good for him give me just one night una noche heard of it yeah come on he gave the world give me just one night una noche i can't think of another 98 degrees song what was i know oh what is there there are other ones were there it is. I mean, it does kind of make you want to salsa. You know? <laughs> it does make you want to dance. Uh, yeah. Moments of it. Yeah, what were their other hits? Um, I do cherish you, the hardest thing, my everything. Oh, God, I don't know any of these. I don't of know these. any of these. Um, 
I do cherish you. That sounds familiar. Oh yes, wow, I yeah, okay. Cherish you. Yeah, this is bringing back to my cat. Wow, very homework. like the white boys to men. Yeah, ninety-eight degrees. How about these guys? They kind of were, I guess. I mean, no, no, boys to men, whole other league, whole other league. Yeah, no, but but, uh, but yeah, they are, they they do go for a lot of ballads. It seems mm-hmm. There's a lot of love ballads, ninety-eight degrees by yeah. these grown men, men in ninety-eight degrees. They were men, even even as a boy band. I was like, these guys are men. It just feels like they've all gone through marriage. <laughs> yes, they, <laughs> with all the, all these guys. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. There was something different about ninety eight degrees, and it was that they've all been divorced. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there was something there. Um, yeah, it was it was epic. That video of them of Nicholas chasing acapella. If you want to watch someone have some joy on stage, check it out. Yeah, he really is riding high. <laughs> that's the most alive I've ever seen anyone. Yeah, me too. And, and most alive I've ever seen anyone. Not yeah. even just Nick Lachey. Just he's yeah, he is a ball of energy on that stage. Yeah, and I think he really wishes he was just like a member of Pentatonix. I know, so he could like kind of like fuck Kelsey on the road. Right, without, uh, that's what it seems like. Get some dry hump going. Um, <laughs> yeah, my takeaway was like I want more music from Nick Lachey. I think he's a star. I agree. Where is I, he? I agree. Let's get Nick Lachey back. Why I completely he agree. He's hosting got- these dumb marriage shows when he could be out there. You know, yeah. doing acapella versions would, of his old songs. I would, yeah, I would take, yeah, that I would take a solo album of Nick yeah. Lachey. I guess Ninety Eight Degrees did announce they're coming back. Well, thank God. Uh, so there, they are reuniting. I don't know if this is just for like a tour. If they're going to make new music, I could have looked yeah. that up. I did not. Uh, <laughs> but they did get overshadowed once again by NSYNC reuniting yeah. with VMAs. Yeah, God, that was. And Nick Lachey joked with, uh, in an interview with Andy Cohen that they stole their thunder. I mean, they kind of did. I mean, but I don't think anyone watches the VMAs. I mean, we watched it because we have nothing else yeah, to do. Yeah, I wonder who watched you know, it other than us. It's like... Who was out there watching the VMAs? I literally think we were the only ones, you know? I, yeah, I don't even think, like, moms are watching it anymore. Oh, God, I, I don't... I mean... It's for young... young moms, Yeah, I but. feel like it's for kids who are too young. It's for, like... 17 year olds it's for like kids who are too young to even like probably even younger than that yeah they're too young to sneak into clubs so they're like at like i feel like that's what i was really watching mtv when it was like a thing it was like before i was too young to even like chalk my id yeah for me yeah yeah. (laughs) did you ever do that we used to like chalk our ids like take a white no take a white crayon and like and like a, you know make a three make an eight a three to like change the data year that's what we I, did i did not i did not enter a bar for the first time until i was of legal age oh, I, okay, yeah. I did not have a drink of beer until i was like almost 19 really wow. 18 oh, 18 it was like after right like summer after i graduated high school yeah wow that's crazy I, didn't drink, yeah. I thought you drank when you went to prom in no. high school no didn't you? Didn't you say you got like wasted and like puked at your prom? Oh yeah, yeah, I did. Okay, okay. you yeah, know, so it was it was like right before I graduated. I okay. was at this this kid Mike's party, and I had like oh. a Coors Light, and that was like the first beer I had. Okay, yeah, and that was like probably a couple weeks. Yeah, it was a couple weeks before prom. Yeah, yeah, then I got wasted prom weekend. Threw up. It wasn't good. Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so late drinker, and I did not smudge my ID. I didn't even have an ID to smudge. Oh. Well, I guess I had a driver's. I guess I, did. I had a driver's license, but I didn't. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. I'm. I'm above the. You know, I, I stay above the law here. I wanted to go dance. I was all about getting into clubs and dancing. Yeah, you well, know? good for you. Good for you. I was Thank not. You. I was all about. I, I like to get drunk, you know, in private. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't have the balls to do it. Uh, yeah. 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 Anyway, good times. Shocking your ID. Yeah. There you How go. How about that? All there you right. go. A blast from the past. Yes. 
Uh, both with Chalking Your ID and with Nick Lachey in 98 Degrees. Yes. As they make the return to the zeitgeist. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm very excited about yes. it. Yes. It's going to be great. It's going to be more than one Una Noche for them. They've they, got a lifetime ahead of them to make music. They really do. <laughs> they really do. Uh, speaking of things we're excited about. Oh, yeah. We've got a new new Bachelor in Hollywood. You heard it. As uh, Hugh Jackman and his old wife. Oh, my God. <laughs> she's not old, but that's what everyone... It's like, yeah. That's like the story. But she's not old. She looks great. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, no. Uh, added, uh, who are we talking about? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. And yeah, his I keep wife. wanting to say Nick Lachey. Can't get Nick Lachey out of my head. He's in your head. He's a yeah. total stud. Um, yeah. So, Hugh Jackman and his wife are divorcing. Big news. They've been together for a long time. Since, like, 95 or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I think they've been together for, like, a long time. But she's been getting dragged for being too old for him for all long time yeah, yeah they've been put through a lot of like they, they she gets dragged for being too old for him he gets he dragged. gets dragged everyone says he's closeted right yeah and it clearly strained their relationship i read some interviews she was oh. yeah there was a few times where like she would joke about it, but then but towards the end she was like it's not funny oh no that's, yeah <laughs> she's like i'm actually divorcing him because of you fucks so thanks a lot trolls yeah, yeah. jesus so God. uh so they've been through the ringer, and they're they're separating after close to thirty years together. Wow, that's um, a long time. It is a long time. They've been together since the '90s. Mm. Uh, so we hope you know everyone comes out on top here. But we were thinking, like, what's next for what's Hugh Jackman? Next? What what is going to be the move yeah. for Hugh Jackman? Yeah. Do you want to go first? What did you predict? What's what's your your I mean, idea? I guess I won't say. I'm not going to call it a prediction. But I would say what I want and what I think would be a good move. We're just, yeah, we're brainstorming here. We're, we're throwing things out. We're brainstorming. We're, we're, we're throwing things out here. Uh, <laughs> I think he needs to... I think his first move as a bachelor should be to join forces with Russell Crowe and bring the indoor garden party tour <laughs> across the pond, bring it over to the States, and you can like really let his freak fa- flag uh, fly. <laughs> Just imagine, just imagine Hugh Jackman. You can see Hugh shaking his hips, dancing to this. Come on, Hugh. Like that, to me, that is a home run yeah. right there. Uh, they could do songs from Lay Miz. Obviously. I, you know, it's a movie I'm never going to watch, but I would absolutely love to see those two, especially at an indoor garden party. Not at like, oh, we're celebrities doing Lay Miz at a celebrity show, but like at a... At a we're drinking at Russell Crowe's indoor garden party tour. Yeah. And we're going to do confrontation with each other. There you go. How great would that be? For people who don't know, um, Russell Crowe has his own solo music project. Sorry, and, yes, that's yeah. what I was playing before. Yeah, yeah and um, he titled the tour of his latest solo music project. Oh, no. Well, I found, I, I did find that that is the band's name. Oh, that's that's the him. Band's that's name. his band. I did find that out okay. over this weekend when I was researching this. So, yeah, the, his band is the in, Indoor Garden Party. Okay. And in, oh, and the, over the summer, he did this big tour in Europe, the Indoor Garden Party tour. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, so I think they need to bring that over to the states yes with and you. just and just have a time get hugh up there the indoor garden party tour starring <laughs> you jack so yeah this is and indoor garden shaking party. it yeah. yeah here we go Ooh, that sax is that a saxophone that's sexy that is a saxophone that, that is, is a night of debauchery and I think it would be a good move for you, Jackman. He can get on the road. He can, mm-hmm. you know, he can, he can, he's a new man now, refine himself. Yes. Russell Crowe has a young girlfriend. He dates a girl who's in her 30s, you know, so I'm sure she's got, hey, Hugh, 
I'm sure Russell's got some, you know, young eligible friends. Where there's, yeah, where there's one young thirty-year-old woman, you know, willing to date an older actor. There's more where that came from. <laughs> there's more where that came from yes. in that green room. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some fun. So you know, you get out there, have a little fun. Fuck Russell Crowe's girlfriend's <laughs> friends, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, I think it's a good move for Hugh Jackman. Obviously, yeah. If this, this is like what I'd be, if I was Hugh Jackman and I was separating after being married for thirty years, mm-hmm. I'd be calling Russell. Right now, saying, hey, 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 man, hey, mate, hey, mate, why don't you bring a, you got any shows coming up? You know, yeah. trying to, you know, so that's what, that's what I would like to see happen. I think everyone would like to I see I think that. everyone would love that. I would have tickets. I'd go multiple nights. I'd yeah. go, I'd, I'd tour with them. I'd, I'd see them in New York. Yeah. I'd go to Boston. I'd go out to Chicago, wherever yeah. they bring it. I would go. I'd bring sluts for Hugh to, to maybe We would round with. up, we would yeah. down, round up women for Hugh to rebound with. We would, uh, yeah, we would basically yeah. traffic women for, for him. I'm just kidding, everyone. I'm just kidding, kidding, kidding. Woo. Um, yeah. No, yeah, but that's what would happen. Right. Uh, if we were, if we were following around the Russell Crowe. Hugh Jackman indoor garden, garden party, party uh, tour. Name of the band, not the name of the tour. Just yeah, one more time. Why not? All right. What did it well, fade there out? It goes. There it is. Yeah. Well, it's only like a thirty-second video. Okay. <laughs> there it is again. Just in case, yeah. So come on, Hugh, make it happen. As it, all right, I, it'll, I, I should just let's just play the whole episode. We yeah. should just have a nonstop stream of the mm-hmm. Indoor Garden Party tour. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to see happen. Wow. Uh, I'd be happy for you and Russell if they can make this work. They need to. They need to. They need I to. I think that's a lot of tickets. Yes. I think women of all ages will be getting hot and bothered for this. Who doesn't want to see Hugh up there shaking his hips? Mm-hmm. The song and dance man himself. Yeah. Singing along with his buddy Russell Crowe. At the end of the day, it's got nothing for nothing. <laughs> yeah, they'd be doing that <laughs> on stage. It would be great. Yeah, it'd be great. Good idea, Justin. That's what I would I love think. to see it. That's great advice. Great advice for this new bachelor. Um, I went with, I think it seems to me that uh, Hugh Jackman is like the only celebrity right now who doesn't have an HDTV rehome modeling show. Ooh, I like you know, this. It's like, okay. It's like Retta has a show, Retta from Parks and Rec. Uh, Little John now Little John is in the, has a show. The celebrity. Um, Zoe D. Chanel's making appearances with the Property course, Brothers every once in a while. Yeah. You get her on there. So I would like to see, but, but uh, you you know, Hugh Jackman get into that HGTV world, but like, how do we make him stand out? You know, how do we make him? And I think the way is to combine his two strengths, which is show tunes and his superhero character, Wolverine, right? Mm. And so you could do a, a, a re um, a, a HGTV rehome modeling show where he has the Wolverine claws. Okay, and then he sings uh, show tunes while he remodels. Wolverino. There, oh, that is good, Justin. Wolverino with yeah. Hugh Jackman. That's what it is. God, I didn't even think of that. So yeah, Wolverino. He's got the claws, and as he's like, you know, it's like he's like just tearing down some drywall, just <laughs> yeah. basically being like, bring him here, and you know, he's, bring him here. He's, he's flexing the arms. He's yeah. singing, bring him home. Yes, and he's just like tearing down some drywall, making room yes. for the open concept. Bring Love it. him. He's like the son I might have known. <laughs> 
tearing down that drywall. You know, and then it's like the bed. He needs to like you know update the shower. You yeah. know, and yeah. then he's just yeah. like, um, yeah. Uh, Should do we get him a co-host for this, or is this just a solo ooh, project? Ooh, um, I thought solo, but you know, there of course there's if you have an idea. I, I didn't think, but um, I mean, I'm always going to go to Russell Crowe first and foremost. Yeah, I, I, well, that was another one. It was like, oh, so maybe he could do a podcast. That's another avenue. Ooh. Kevin Bacon just uh, started his own podcast. I think, oh. I think because of the writer's strike, we're getting a lot of more celebrity podcasts. Or another recently divorced uh, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's yeah. looking for something to do. I was thinking maybe the other Hugh. So it could be like Hugh Jackman and Hugh Grant have a podcast together. Oh, that would and be they, good. And they call it like Hugh Moments, almost like huge moments, like maybe a play on, oh, on something okay. there, you know? And then they just talk about like big mo- momentous moments in their lives or something, or I don't know. You they know, could bring a like, celebrity on, talk about huge moments in their lives. Exactly, it could be like yeah. an interview thing. So yeah. Hughes, get on it. Come on. Like, come on. We would all listen to sassy Hugh Grant. Yeah. And the the song and dance man, full of life, newly single, Hugh Jackman. I think they'd have a ton of chemistry because they both have the same first name, so they're definitely going to get along, <laughs> yes. you know, obviously. Yeah. I'm sure they've met. They've had to have met, those oh, two. Yeah, I'm Mega sure they've crossed paths. They've crossed paths. They've crossed paths. They, both, they, they know each they other. They also have the same unique first name. It's like, yeah, it's every I, Hugh knows each other. When I, before Caitlyn became like a big, I feel like it was like a big name when I was younger, mm. it wasn't, and I knew every Caitlyn because it was like a low-key thing. Same thing with me and Justin. Yeah. And Justin like, kind of blew up, I feel like, a yeah, little bit. You know, and, yeah, and you know, so... But yeah, so I think the Hughes obviously have a bond because of their weird first names that they yeah. share. Yeah, I've been, I have been friends with every Justin I've ever met. What? I haven't met a Justin that I didn't at least become friendly with. There you go. <laughs> I <laughs> so believe it. A, so there you go. It's an instant connection when you have the same name as someone. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I haven't met a. Yeah, definitely. I love all Caitlyn's. Sure. Yeah, I'm just full of friends named Justin. Yeah, I only. I mean, I'm pretty much only up friends with. I think there's like one Catherine slipped in there, but mm. otherwise, it's all Caitlyn's uh, in my yes. group. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and we got to get her out of there. I hate Catherine. She's a bitch. <laughs> um, but she, you know, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. So that was my idea for where so, you should go. Yeah. Uh, I, we, so recently, too, with Hugh Jackman news. Uh, so he's been making like some public appearances for the first time. He's since like he's, he's doing he's, some paparazzi walks. Yeah. You sent me a great video of him walking where he is like eyeing daggers into that paparazzi's camera. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That was the first time I ever bought Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, it makes sense. This guy yeah. is fierce. He is. But it's also like he's totally dressed to be photographed. He's wearing like a very like t-shirt that's well fitted, tucked in. Like, like, a, like a $220 black t-shirt. Yeah. Like a, yeah. You know, well fitted. He yeah. looks good. Like he's wearing clothes that look good as he walks. Like he yeah. knows what he's doing, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. he's not dressed like Nick Lachey out there in newlyweds. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not wearing a dirty T-shirt and a fucking backward Cincinnati hat. You know, yeah, with his... a ripped tank top. Yeah, like he literally had a hole in the back of his tank top. Yeah, so I don't know. I think you kind of was playing both sides there. He was that. there. Yeah, he was also spotted, photographed, walk, taking a walk with Ryan Reynolds. Could be oh a new pussy God. posse emerging with with these two. I hope so. Wow. I mean, is, is Ryan Reynolds married? He's married, right? Yeah, he's married to Blake Lively. Blake Lively. Like, that's he keeps with. impregnating her. I, I mean, I, he I, can't I, stop. He can't. Her pregnant. I think he's just like he's like I'm the only working actor in this family, and he just gets her pregnant. So <laughs> to work. I just go very sinister with it, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sorry. Would 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 that surprise anyone? No. I don't think so. No, I mean, yeah, I feel like Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell are 
like and Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively. I feel like they're they're warring for who can be the more likable Hollywood blonde couple. Like, do, you know yeah, it I mean? really is a war with those four. Who can be the most likable? Who blondes? are you, if you had to pick a team? There, who are you? Whose side are you on in the in the in the Bell Shepherd? Lively Reynolds wars. Okay, who am I picking? Who do I think is better at what the, at being viciously famous? Like, I guess I was or, thinking more just in broad terms of just generally who would you support? Who would I support? Oh, this is very difficult because I find them both just really unlikable. Um, I'm having a hard time choosing, and I guess I'd have to go. I, I'd have to go with Blake Lively because she's too. such a terrible actress in Gossip Girl that I have to root <laughs> for her. I have to root for her. I mean, I literally googled "Is Blake Lively a good actress?" while I was watching Gossip Girl, and you know, because of that, she's such a bad actress that I love her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, and 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 I liked Ryan Reynolds in Adventureland. Oh yeah, okay. He was yeah. great in Adventureland. Yeah. I think it might be his best uh, his best role. So I'm going to go yeah. with with Ryan and Blake. And he was pretty funny in Just Friends too. He's funny. Unfortunately, I like, yeah, yeah, no, he's he's good at what he does. Unfortunately, yeah. he is funny. He's one of those people yeah. that you don't want because he's so annoying. But then you're like, nah, he's funny. He's good. You know, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good. He's better than Dax Shepard. Sorry, Dax. Yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, I'm joining Team yeah. Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively. As as God. there will only be one yeah. annoying. Blonde super couple. Yeah. And it is Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively for me. Definitely. I also love how terrible Blake Lively was in The Town. I mean, one of the best bad actress <laughs> moments ever. Her Boston accent as she plays this, like, drug-addled, you know, um, ex-wife of, of Ben Affleck is just so Oh, yeah. Good. She's his ex-wife. She's like, no, where's yeah. your car? It's, oh, it's so good. <laughs> And yeah, he, go appar- Blake. Apparently, Affleck was trying to fuck her like so bad on the set That's, or something yeah. like that, and I, it's just a, yeah. So I, like, I, I don't understand. My abs are out this whole movie. I don't understand. She's not going for it. She's like, I, he's like, I literally lit my abs like Michelangelo. <laughs> like I literally looked at like Renaissance paintings and shit, and like I, I saw the way like Caravaggio like lights his like the boys that he wants to fuck in those old Italian paintings and shit, and she still won't fuck me. Like I don't know what to do, bro. Yeah, and I'm Sorry. not even being aggressive with her, so I don't know what the problem is. I mean, I'm like Renaissance lighting. I'm just <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Renaissance lighting on these abs, and she's still not going for it. You know, crazy. I did my back too. Yeah, like I'm. I. 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 I That's know. a pretty incredible detail that he yeah. was really trying to have sex with her, and she would not do it. Yeah. So apparently, I don't know. I, like I've heard that she did. I heard that she didn't. But oh, I don't so know. there's did they didn't base? Yeah, I think so. It's like there's a lot of like you know all those blind items mm. and stuff. I think there's a lot of that out there. About I'm gonna about believe them. they did not. I'm gonna believe they did not too. Yeah, I don't know why, but yeah, we'll be, I, na- we'll yeah, be naive about it. Yeah, I'll be naive about it. I feel like it's a better story if they did not. Yeah, we have that, to stay innocent at some point. You know, at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. and just the idea of like Affleck being really frustrated that he's showing his abs off but not getting his dick sucked for it it's a it's a it's a fun thing to think he's having a crisis yeah um it makes sense it does make sense back to the man of the hour Hugh Jackman (laughs) yeah uh I I hope that you know I hope they're all right that's not easy you're together with someone almost 30 years you split up can't be easy for either either party here yeah um they'll be fine but uh, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. They'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope he. I don't know. I could see him going like the George Clooney, like 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 finding like a a sexy UN lawyer, like an intellectual. Mm, yeah, sure. Yeah, he fucks. Um, a, yeah, he gets into a, a yeah. An intellectual who's down to like wear like an Oscar de la Renta gown at like the Cannes Film Festival. Show it's a little like, titty. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I could see him doing that. I could see that. That's probably not a bad move for him. I don't know. I you know you wonder if he's gonna go because he was trashed so longer for dating like a lady who was older than him. I could also see him just like 
like Frenching Cara Delevingne or whoever, like whoever tw- the twenty something is yeah. now. He's like just like doing it, Leo, at the club with like an influencer oh and God. just like Frenching some like twenty four year old. Yeah, like Emma Roberts or something. Wow, I, I would be all for that Hugh Jackman. Great. I would be all for Hugh Jackman, and Emma Roberts, bitchy Emma Roberts, <laughs> amazing, just like barking at people. Get out of the way. <laughs> Get out of the way. <laughs> Where's my god? Amazing. Where's my god? Get out of the way. Amazing. Jeez. What? Jeez. Billowing out with two iced coffees. We discussed it. It's the best video. It's yeah. Emma Watson. Tri- you always call her Emma Watson. Oh it's my Emma god. Roberts. It's really scary. There's like synapses in my brain that like certain names, like I go from Emma Roberts to Emma Watson, and then I go from the. Um, Evan Dando, I call the guy, <laughs> the guy, the actor who's married to, um, what's her name? Um, Paul Dano, you call, call him Evan Dando. Why? Paul Dano, in my brain, Synapse goes to the lead singer of the Lemonheads. Why? I have no Evan idea. Evan Dando, who, Paul Dano, same difference with why? those guys. Why? What is wrong with me? It's really scary how the brain works. Anyway. Well, we'll see how that progresses over the next... 30 to 40 My years. favorite actor, Evan Dando. <laughs> Evan Dando. <laughs> who doesn't even sound like a real person, but I yeah, know. I guess he is. Oh, it's also like, I only know one Lemonhead song. Like, I've I'm not never even, heard of the Lemonheads. I know. I don't even. I don't know. It's like Courtney Love is into them. That's probably where it comes mm. from. I don't know. There you go. Uh, okay. Speaking of music, I feel like I'm ready to I think to so. Transition. I don't think I have much more to say. Go, Hugh. Let's. Uh, uh, speaking of music. Yeah, speaking of music, um, for some reason, we decided to revisit American well, Idiot. Not for, for, for. For not some reason, mm-hmm. it is it is it is the week of the nineteenth anniversary okay. of American Idiot. This week, it is this week. It is this week. That's pretty I think crazy. it's like tomorrow. I oh, think that... tomorrow is technically the nineteenth anniversary of American Idiot. That is kind of crazy because we did pick this at random, right? I mean, I don't know when we were talking about Green Day. But... Yeah, I don't know what exactly spurred it. Yeah, but it did kind of, I guess, co- our, our random inspiration to talk about American Idiot coincided with an actual anniversary of this yes. album being yeah. released. So it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of cool. So we're celebrating the 19th anniversary of American Idiot. <laughs> As you do. As you would. Right. Um, so we both revisited <laughs> the album. Uh, wow. Wow is all you can really say. It was... I mean, also, like, my memory of American Idiot, like, when it came out, I remember it being, like, such a joke to me and my friends. It was, like, yeah, the, it was just all wrong. Because it was, like, I, I was in, um, when did it came out? Like, 20, 2006? 2004. It came out in 2004. I was, so, yeah, you, I, you were, like, 20. Yeah, I was a, I had, like, just, yeah, I was in New York City. I just moved to New York City. I was a sophomore in college. And every, it was just, nobody was into American Idiot. Everyone was, like, too cool for school, indie rock. You know, everyone just wanted to, like, listen to the killers and, like, go dancing to 80s music. It was just, like, and and I also think it was just, like, too on the nose, you know? Because it was, like, everyone was, like, okay, we get it. Our president can't say words correctly when he, when he, when he talks. We're in an illegal war. But everybody's still very traumatized by 9-11, and we kind of just wanted to dance to Mr. Brightside. So can you shut up? You know yeah, what I mean? It yeah. was a little, like, it's just so on the nose. It's, it's very on the nose. It's yeah, I, a lot. I was a freshman in high school when this came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I did not like American Idiot, but I did have Waking Up One September Ends and Boulevard of Broken Dreams on my iPod. Interesting, because re-listening to this, I do think the ballads hold up way better. Oh, way better. Than, yeah. than the kind of like more rock. Yeah, um, the, the rock songs are just downright embarrassing. 
They're not great. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. I, I like I like took a walk to the park today and listened to front because I was like I want to get the whole experience. Yeah. Front to back, I want to listen to this album as you're meant to. Yeah, and it's a rock opera too. It's like a story of like you know, it's it's meant to be this. Kind wow, of like, I didn't even put that together. Yeah, wow, yeah. The whole okay. yeah, it's like a story about like Jesus. No, sorry. Yeah, it's like this character called like Jesus of Suburbia, and he like I, yeah. Again, also I kind of think rock rock opera albums are horrible. Like, please stop. <laughs> please stop. Like, just it's a song. Like, I just think it's it's bad because no one really yeah no one really registers with it. Like, it's just no. Too- I listen to all the front to back input together. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I, I think I was too busy. You know, American Idiot starts. You get a you get a hard F right away. Oh, really? What do you mean? F slur? Just <laughs> the F slur. The F slur. Okay, yeah. I, I, okay, yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah. So they're right out of the way. You're like, these guys, they're vulgar. They're in your face. They're punk Just rock. some vulgar, vulgar liberals <laughs> are going to give it to you. <laughs> yeah. And then Jesus of Suburbia starts. And it's it, if, to me, it was like, this is nine minutes of sodomy. This is nine minutes of just you are taking Green Day in your ass, yeah, unwanted. Yeah, uh, he could not stop saying homophobic slurs. There were two F's dropped in the first three songs. Wow, I did not. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick up the F slurs. It's crazy. yeah, he was doing, and they were all in the context of like, oh, the 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 Republican, they're they're, right. they're calling us at, like like yeah. it's like it was like in that context, but it was like wow, that's pretty good for you. Yeah, uh, and then he would there was. Because <laughs> yeah, Jesus Suburbia was like nine minutes. I get to the fourth song, which I don't even. Which is uh, "Are We We Are." Ugh, so the, bad. The waiting. Are we? We are. Are we? We are. The waiting. Yeah. It's so bad. It also sounds like Youth of the Nation. It sounds like, like Youth of the Nation. Is that yeah. POD? POD. We are, we are. Yeah. Youth yeah. of the Nation. <laughs> yeah. We are, we are. Last week is the beginning of my life. Gun blast happened so fast. Wow, Justin knows a lot of POD. Okay. I, had, I had those on my iPod too. Yeah, he did. Uh, and then he says the Jesus of Suburbia is a lie. And it's like, you can't, you already did nine minutes of Jesus of Suburbia. You can't go back to Jesus of Suburbia again. It's enough of this. That's why this whole rock opera thing, it's like, you got to drop it after some point because we're annoyed. We're like, if we don't like it at first, you keep bringing it back and it's just like, uh, let's move on. Let's yeah, move on. it's enough. Yeah. It's enough. Uh, for me, the worst part of the album is on the song St. Jimmy. Because all these songs are like nine minutes. And even like they're, it's, the whole album is like nine plus minute songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like the short songs, they like sandwich together and like, what, which is so annoying. Rebel girl, rebel girl, rebel girl. Oh my girl. God. Yeah. God. Extraordinary girl, letter bomb. Terrible. There was one in St. Jimmy where like the end of the song, he goes, it's like this, they sing and that's my name. And then he goes, don't wear it out. <laughs> yeah, it was so bad. Ugh. Why did this happen? I wrote, give me Novocaine. Kind of sounds like a Blondie song, and that made it the best on the album I for agree. me. I agree. That it was, sounded like Titus High. Yeah. That was the best one. Yeah, on completely. Yeah. Besides, I, okay, this is another. Oh, so, do you have more to say? I don't want to interrupt. Uh, uh, keep you keep going. All right, so this, I've only got two more notes yeah. on this. Is, so now I'm nearing the end of the album. Mm-hmm. By the time I got to Extraordinary Girl Letter Bomb, like, I had just mentally been broken, and I was just picturing myself high-fiving everyone in the park while this was going on. I was just walking in the park imagining I was just giving high-fives to everyone, because this album had really beat me down. You needed some connection. Needed some connection. Please yeah. get me out of this, anyone. Yeah. Uh, and then my last note is, uh, during the second to last song, there's at one point, they just, he just starts going... 
does anybody care? Does nobody care? Like, like something like that. And I was just like, yeah, I don't. And no. turned it off. And so I didn't get to the end of the album. Me neither. Uh, but I give it a stark thumbs down. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's tricky. It's... It's um I, I had the same response to you. I listened to it and I was not having a good time. I thought I, I thought instead of I, I was like you know it's just too in your face like don't want to be an American idiot. It's like it's just like yeah we know and I, you know I, I thought it'd be cool maybe a little more metaphor going in there like of, of like what was going on like I thought maybe it could be like don't want to be hanging with Chad. Remember the whole hanging Chad thing? That's how they how Bush stole the election because of the hanging Chads. Do you remember that? I, you I was a little, I was like, yeah, I was a little too young to remember too young. a lot of the details. It was like that, a big deal. I remember I remember that election, yeah. but I don't remember a lot of the details. So and, yeah. I was like, that would have made it a little better if it was a little more of a metaphor. There was more space you could like enter into this album. It's just too in your face about being. Mm. It's like everyone's. It was just too much. Um, <laughs> well, I guess yeah. This was like it looks like this was released uh, like a month or two before the '04 election too. So they really pumped this out. Oh, so maybe it was even before the. I don't know. Anyway, well, no, it was after. It was after the 2000 election. It was before. It was. It was released right before Bush was like looking for a second term. Okay. It, so, yeah. yeah. So this was their like don't vote for Bush album. Okay. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it, guys. Um. And then I um. And now sorry. and now and every yeah now everyone loves George Bush. It's like it's like yeah. He's actually a really good painter. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Yeah. Wacky George, the war criminal. Yeah. And what's crazy about this? Another thing I remember about American Idiot is that it became a Broadway musical around the same time. Oh my God. You didn't know this? No. Yes. I mean, you saying it is now kind of like. Oh yeah, flaring it up in my memory, but it wow. was a hit. It became a Broadway musical in like 2010, I mean, 2011. It makes sense. Yeah, 2010, 2011. It became a Broadway musical around the same time that um, the Spider-Man musical, written by U2. I would go see Spider-Man over American Idiot. The Spider-Man. If I, I would, I don't want to see either. Wouldn't want to see either. Yeah. But if I had to choose, go ahead. Sorry. The Spider-Man musical was one of my favorite times in pop culture history <laughs> because I was living in New York at the time, and you would just like walk by the newsstands, and like every day the Post would just have some headline about how the Spider-Man kept getting injured. <laughs> it was so funny, and I found one of the headlines. Hold on. Wow. Cool. It's uh, okay. So one of the headlines from the Spider-Man musical was. Spider-Man's a super zero on opening night. Show played plagued by bugs. B capital B U G. Like so they're playing on Show played plagued by bugs. bugs. So they're playing on super zero superhero and bugs because mm. he's a Spider-Man. Um, just was, classic. Were there like bugs in the theater? I guess like well, actual. No, the thing was the Spider-Man. Kept... Oh, bugs in the show. I see. Yeah, okay, just, okay. just mishaps. not literal bugs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. his spider's a bug, so it's just classic New York Post. You classic know, New to... York Post. Throw and classic shade. doofus being like, there were actually bugs there? What, okay. were there actually, were there actually bugs in the theater? That's okay. <laughs> what happened? All the bugs for the theater? What happened? He's a super zero. Why do you make a musical about him? I don't understand. If he's a, wait, if he's a super zero, how can he be a superhero? I don't understand. I don't understand that. Like, yeah, yeah, hold on. Wait a minute, though, boy. What types of bugs were there? Did they have to evacuate and fumigate? Yeah. You know, the only way to kill a cockroach, unfortunately, is raid. It smells real bad, but it really gets the job done, okay? 
Um, wow. Well, yes. Okay. So yeah. just, but yeah, there were constantly techni- technical issues. Yes, because the Spider Man had to fly through the air, but he kept falling and hurting himself. It was the craziest <laughs> thing. It was one of the greatest times in, in pop culture history. Because also, it was written by U2. So U2 could Yeah, getting, they did all the music, right? Yes. Yeah. And I just remember being like, how can Bono save the world if he can't save Spider Man? You yeah, know, it's it was a great like, question. It was, oh, God, I love the Spider Man <laughs> musical. It was so great. Um, and uh, so the Green Day musical happened at the same time. And weirdly enough, Melissa Etheridge was in it. I didn't know that. I read that. Melissa Etheridge was in the American Idiot wow. musical. Go Amazing. Melissa. Amazing. Yeah, go Melissa. Um, but yeah, I had the same reaction that you did listening to American Idiot. It was really not enjoyable to listen to. I thought the Give Me Novocaine was the best moment musically on the album. Yeah. And I, I actually had a really good time with Wake Me Up When September Ends. Like Those are, I, as, as, as far as the hits on the album go, yeah. I, I think that's the best one. And I was listening to Wake Me Up When September Ends, and I was like, this is actually not a bad reflection about 9-11. Mm. And then I was like, I actually am more, because because like when 9-11 happened, I was a senior in high school, and it like I, I always think like, oh, it didn't affect me. Like, I wasn't like affected but anytime i'm reading a book about like i'm reading a book about like pop culture history and they get to the 9-11 point i get really stressed out and i immediately want to skip it and like i'm like i don't want so i think it did affect me and i was like going through all this like 9-11 reflection and then i looked up the song and it's not about 9-11 at all it has nothing oh. has nothing to do with 9-11 I, I I never thought it was about 9-11, but then you saying that, I was like, oh, maybe it is about 9-11. It's that not. makes sense, but it's not. It's okay. not at all about 9-11. It's about, I guess, Billy Joel. Billy, Billy Joel. Jesus yeah, what is this song even. about? Jesus. Billy. What's his name? Billy Joe? Billy Joe. Yes. Billy Joe, not Billy Joel. Billy I Joe what Armstrong. Yeah. Billy Joe okay, Armstrong yeah. from Green Day did not write Waking Up Someone in September. It was about 9-11. He wrote it about, I guess his father died when he was really young from esophagus cancer. Mm. And that's what the song is about. So oh, I felt oh, like, a, right. so you, you know, you had a... Uh, a bimbo moment with the bugs headline. I had a bimbo moment, <laughs> total bimbo moment with a 9/11 song that's not about 9/11. I mean, but it, you know, it does kind of fit 9/11. If you think does, about it, right? it does kind of, it does kind of fit. Wake me up. And because also, like every so. year, like people who had you know lo- lost loved ones in 9/11, every September they have to deal with all that shit. Like it's yeah, it's no, horrible. It's horrible. But anyway, I felt like really dumb. I was like at work having this moment, being like, you know, 9/11 really did affect me. Like I hate reading about it, I hate listening, and then I'm like, okay, this is a very personal song, and I'm going to move on. Um, well, you know, I, yeah. you know what I think Billy Joel, Joe would like that you uh, projected your own feelings onto the song, sure. and you interpreted the way you wanted to re- interpret it. Thank you, Justin. That's a very generous response. He would he would appreciate um, that. But yeah, I, I just, it's like I really wanted to like American Idiot, because in the end, they're 100% right, <laughs> and what they did say in, their, in the song about... It's like a nation controlled by the media. He's, I mean, it's become more and more true. So yeah, it's like, no, it's yeah, it's really yeah. It's, it's not wrong, and it's like prescient, and it's like smart, yeah. but it's just too. It's just not cool. There's just something. I think about that's it that is the big so thing. It's just lame. very corny. It's, it's like lame. yeah, it's very lame. I yeah. think that's the big problem. And is. It is almost like a musical was written about the Bush presidency. It's almost mm. like written like a musical. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. Ugh, it's just like rebel girl, rebel girl. Like no, 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 no. You know. Um, it was fun to revisit, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was, yeah, no, an interesting realist. And, you know, Green Day, obviously, legends of the music industry. Yeah, and Dookie. I mean, I love that album when it came out. Like, early Green Day is yeah. really good. When I Come Around was, like, one of my first favorite songs <sighs> when I was a little kid when that came Such out. Such a good yeah. album. Good yeah. music 
videos. Yeah. Um, so yeah, much, I still respect them and I like them, but uh, I don't know. American Idiot, wow. I don't know. It's, you know, it just, it, I just think it also has not aged well. It also, I don't think, has really aged well. No. It's, uh, you know, just. Uh, you, you posed this question to me last night. What do you like better? <coughs> um, mm, what yes. was it? It was. Uh, American Idiot, the song, not the, song the album. Idiot, the song yeah. American Idiot or the song Time of Your Life. Which time of your life wasn't <clears throat> kind on. of their two big like late Green Day gigantic yeah. mega hits. Also, classic rock radio songs. Like if you're listening to classic yeah. rock radio, they definitely play Time of Your Life. I think they play American <laughs> Idiot, but I know they play Time of Your Life on classic rock radio. Oh, all the time. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. which is why I think <clears throat> I would go Time of Your Life. Over. I also went Time of Your Life. Yeah, because yeah. I, th- I don't think Time of Your Life is a bad song. I mean, I don't, no. I don't like it, but if it's if it's on, I'll be like. It's something unpredictable. I mean, you're going to sing along. I'm going to sing <laughs> yeah. along, for sure. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. <laughs> yeah, it's like... And also, it's like such a graduation song. I feel like every eighth grade... Yeah, and anyone who's in yeah. near our age range, it was, yeah, it was very... Uh, yeah, it was like... It, it, it holds a spot in all of our Nostalgic, hearts. you yeah. know? It was like that song, and then the... Um, orange vitamin c song they're like as we as go on yeah on. anyway um so and, yeah uh, there was a macy gray song what was the big macy gray song in the early to yeah 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 love it macy gray was an actress in something that i watched and she was incredible and i don't remember what it is so macy gray is awesome <laughs> Yeah, Macy Gray. When are we gonna give Macy Gray some love? Can we give Macy Gray some love here? Yeah. God, what What? is wrong with me? Do you you remember what movie she was in? I don't. Okay. Uh, Um, I want to see it though because she's she is. I love Macy Gray. She's yeah. She was in a movie that I really. She was like the only good thing in it. I'm not gonna find it anyway. That's where I went with. um, That's oh. God, was she in this movie with um, the paper? There's this movie it? called The Paperboy with Zach Efron and um, Zach Efron, Nicole Kidman, Matthew McConaughey, and John Cusack. And John Cusack and uh, Nicole Kidman have one of the most disgusting sex scenes. I've, I don't think I've recovered from watching John it. John Cusack and Nicole Kidman? Yeah, it's wow. disgusting. And I think it's supposed to be disgusting, but <laughs> it was disgusting. Okay, maybe that's the movie that I was like, Macy Gray was the only good one in it. Okay. The Paperboy. Paper yeah, Boy. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, gross movie. Um, anyway. Wow, all right. Well, there, there you have it. There you have it. That's where we went with American Idiot. We love Macy Gray, and we'd like to see her in more things. I would love to see Macy Gray more. I would love to listen yeah. to new Macy Gray music. Yes. She's another national treasure. Yes. Um, all right, that was fun. Yeah, let's get out of here on what we've been talking about. Let's hear it. Here we go. It's American Idiot. Yeah. It just makes you want to rock out and rock the vote. It makes me want to vote. Yeah, it makes you want to vote hardcore. Exercise my civic right. Yeah. Yeah. This is Entertainment Entertainment. An entertaining podcast. Yeah. yeah. Entertaining conversation. I'm Justin Engelmeyer. I'm Kayla McKee. Women didn't get the right to vote till 1920. I'm gonna vote. It's my right. God. America. I mean, it's not that bad, but it's just not good. Yeah, yeah. you know. All right, that's it. Bye, guys. All right, all right actually, we love it. Actually. We love it. We, yeah, I love it. <laughs>